In the newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here is your top story. There will be a lot of infrastructure work in the city of St. Joseph over the next six years, and it will cost residents money. City commissioners this week heard from John Kazor of Municipal Analytics, who presented the city's asset management plan and talked about the needs for streets, sewer, and water. In all, the city is looking at about $69 million in investment over the next six years. Kazor said efficiency can be achieved by tackling more than one underground asset at a time. A lot more effort is now being put into coordinating projects to make sure we're looking at all the infrastructure on the street. Among other things, the city will need $14 million in water treatment plant work, $7 million in lead water service line replacements, and a $21 million combined sewer overflow tank replacement. Kazor says this will have to mean rate hikes. What we have been paying for water and sewer for decades has been not enough to actually maintain the systems. The plan could be for water rates to go up 6.5% next year, followed by a 5% increase per year for the next five years. Sewer rates would go up 15% a year for the next five years. The water rate increase could amount to 24 cents a day for the average residential user. It's not yet final. Kayser says many cities are finding themselves with similar needs. While the costs will be high, Commissioner Michael Sorolla says this is what we need to do to have a future. South Haven's first career female firefighter has retired after a 21-year career. Dawn Hens served seven years with the Covert Fire Department and the past 14 with South Haven Area Emergency Services. Shea's Executive Director Brandon Hiz says his wife left a positive impact on the department and proved conventional wisdom that women aren't strong enough or tough enough to serve was wrong. He says all women hired since dawn have continued her attitude. Hens will stay on Shays as a paid on-call firefighter. She will also continue her affiliation with Athletic Mentors of Kalamazoo as a corporate wellness and coach gym that inspires healthy living, no matter an individual's current fitness ability. The Hens family lives in Geneva Township on a farm. Lake Michigan College Mental Center Executive Director and the Economic Club of Southwestern Michigan Speaker Series Director Mike Nadalski will be retiring effective February 3rd. Dodalski started at Mendel Center in October 2012, says he was planning to stay just three years. He and his team oversaw more than 400 academic, professional, and community performances and events on the main stage and over 2,000 events in Grand Upton Hall. Four of the five highest-grossing shows in the Mendel Center's 31-year history were under him. Those were Mannheim Steamroller in 2013, The Piano Guys in 2016, Jersey Boys in 2019, and Weird Al Yankovic last year. A third Casey's convenience store could soon be coming to Berrien County. Ornoco Township Supervisor Mike Hildebrandt informed the township board yesterday that Casey's wants to build a building in a location near US-31 and M-139 in Berrien Springs. In December, Casey's opened a new location at I-94 and Red Arrow Highway in Bridgman. Another location has existed at I-94 and M-140 in Waterville. Hildebrandt said representatives from Casey's met with the Ornoco Township Joint Planning Commission in December. The proposed store would be across US-31 from a BP station next to the Andrews Korean Church. Michigan Maritime Museum in South Haven will kick off its 2023 lecture series next Wednesday with a presentation by Chuck Jager of the Morton House Museum in Benton Harbor. Maritime Museum's Claire Herhold tells us he'll present an illustrated history of the Graham and Morton Transportation Company, which ran freighters in the Great Lakes starting in the 1880s. This is history that happened right in our backyard, right here on our Lake Michigan shores and on our rivers in both South Haven and St. Joe and Benton Harbor. The ships of the Graham and Morton line would have been a very, very common sight. I think most people living in this area certainly would have seen them. Herhold says the Graham and Morton Transportation Company mostly moved people, but they also hauled cargo like fruit. 
Next Wednesday's presentation will be at the Maritime Museum starting at 6.30 p.m. Doors open at 6. Herhold recommends getting there early to view some of the artifacts that will be on display. Tickets are $10 for non-members. In the newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.